Hey Artbox listeners, this is Rochelle. Just wishing you a very happy holiday season and a wonderful creative new year. This is Rayette Martin, co-host of the Art Box, wishing you happy holidays and a big thank you for being our listener. Hello, I'm Rachel Washington, a co-host of the Art Box, wishing you a happy season of giving and holiday magic. Thank you for being an Art Box podcast listener. We have so much in store for you in 2023. Hi, this is Linda. Welcome to the Art Box Holiday Special. How are you, Steve? We're doing a holiday special. We are. Isn't that fun? And there goes Ding already. <laughs> well, this is real life, isn't it? Yes, it is. So what's up? What what special holiday features do we have? Well, we have the other day, I think you were hiking somewhere. You were always hiking somewhere. Yes. I got to sit down. I got them in the same place at the same time. Two iconic artists from our gallery, Jan Hansen. And who's that? Oh, what's that other guy's name? Floyd. Floyd Johnson. That's right. right. The Vikings guy. I got them to sit down and talk about art for 10 minutes. Oh, wow. That should be exciting because those two are so knowledgeable. They were so appreciative of each other. It It was cute. And we meant to sit down and talk for 10 minutes, which we're only going to put out about a 10 minute podcast with them. But we talked for 30. I'm sorry. They talked for 37 minutes. 37 minutes. And we got into all different kinds of things, but I think we'll just keep it to art. You know, Jan being a watercolor artist. Who else do I know is a watercolor artist? Mm, that I might, don't know. might be you. <laughs> might be me. And and Floyd being acrylic. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Floyd, of course, talking how um he got a did he say he got a B plus or a B minus when he had to take watercolor? And he said the teacher was being kind to him. No, really? I had no clue. (laughs) Because he said he just can't do watercolor. He's so good. He's an excellent artist. And 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 Jan as well. Both are very, very good. Yeah. And maybe better than artists, they're just really nice people. Yes. And we we really interview some nice people. We do. Yeah. So here we are. We're in the Library Learning Center again. And enough to say about Vanessa and Judy across the street that they allow us to use this as our home. And we're, I think this is the 42nd or 43rd podcast. We are really going. Oh my gosh. We have interviewed so many fantastic guests and we have some exciting news coming up about a trip you and I will be taking. Yeah, we do. Want to go into that? Sure. We just recently received notice that we received a grant from the Nevada Humanities and the National Endowment for the Humanities so that you and I can take the podcast to the National Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, Elko Nevada in February. Isn't that going to be fun? It will be fun. I'm very excited about it. And the poetry has, there's so much history in the in the in the cowboy poetry and i didn't think too much about it until i interviewed um russ and i think we'll interview russ as well yes um he's he's one of our local cowboy poets that they didn't have anything to do when they're when they're on the road there were no roads <laughs> when they were driving cattle so at night they had to do something well they have some great stories to share with some embellishments i'm sure do you think there's embellishments that- I think that was the way they, you know, they had a tough life. And that was the way they shared the challenges and accomplishments of of their jobs. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's going to be fun. I can hardly wait. And we've got a lot of of prep work. We do. Who are we going to interview? 
We're going to interview some local cowboy poets. Yeah, and then I guess there'll be some national cowboy poets. Some national cowboy poets. And I'm thinking sure. we're going to have to bring our coats. We may have to do that as well. <laughs> Find our winter clothes, yes. Elko in February. And we've yeah. been complaining now it's cold. Yes. So what else is going on? What's coming up? Well, what's coming up, let me say this, that we surpassed the 3,000 download. Yay! Actually, this month is our best month ever. This month being December, we're over 700 downloads just this month. So That's we're amazing. doing good. We just put out the Vanessa episode, and she boomed up to like 42 downloads already, like in wow. two days. Oh, wow. So really excited about that. Yes. I think she has a lot of friends. Uh-huh. Thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> you had mentioned one time that we have several listeners from California. Um, we have a lot. Most of our listeners, believe it or not, are from California. That's interesting. So we have listeners from India, and actually that's... Uh, acrylic artist who wants to be on the podcast oh and you and i just need to arrange that because she's 12 and a 12 and a half hours ahead of us we can do that yeah we'll figure it out somehow it'll either be late night for her early morning for us something yes. like that we had a couple from south korea the other day oh um, we have some canadian listeners some listeners from mexico okay and all over the country but for some reason, California is is our hot spot. Well, that's because we're hot. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> we're hot. We have a few listeners. We're growing this. We are. And it's so fun. I'm so happy that you invited me to co-host some of these podcasts. Yeah. And you asked so many really good questions. Oh, thank you. And also, we do shed a tear now and then, don't we? I do. Yeah, you do. I think we all do. We do. And our guests do, too. And they're some of our best episodes, I think. I agree. Although they're all great. Everybody should listen to all of them. I like Mike in Tyler's class yesterday said, I'll have to listen to one of your episodes. I'm like, you need to listen to all of them. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. That Mike. Yeah, that Mike. That Mike, the best student of the class. (laughs) He is really good, isn't he? Of course, you are, too. I'm the worst student. but We, We all picked... Uh, one Christmas figure to draw, and you and I drew like an ornament or a bell. He drew Santa Claus in the sleigh with reindeer. Mike, are you listening? We're we're so envious of your talents. That's right. He said he's going to listen, didn't he? Tyler made us draw without looking, and then we had to draw without looking and not lifting our pencil. Tyler Roarland's drawing classes on Tuesdays are fun. They are. And you know what I really like about his classes is that other than in addition to being very relaxed and having fun, we're learning skills. For example, when you talked about yesterday, we had some different challenges. We drew without looking. We drew using our left hand. We drew one one subject three times, trying to get faster each time and put more detail in. And Tyler explained it's kind of like in the old days. Remember when we used to do the typing tests to try to improve and we get try to do them as fast as we could and then we could come back and do them slower and do a better job. So we're it's not just that we're working on a finished product, but we're learning hand-eye coordination skills, observation skills that will help us in in a lot of art in addition to drawing. What's really great about our gallery is that we have so many educational opportunities for adults, for children, 
Right. And I like to go try different classes, even though I know I'm going to be terrible at them. You're but not. It, but, it's, but, but it's fun, isn't it? It is fun. And I like our instructors to know that we support them. We do. We have some fabulous workshop teachers and classroom teachers as well. And you can find this all this on by going to mesquitefineartcenter.com. That's right. Go to the events calendar. You can look at the events and register for different events. We volunteer at a great gallery. Anyway, um, I should say that those of you who were used to hearing Rochelle, she has decided to focus more on her painting because she wasn't getting any painting done. I don't know whether it's affecting you or not, Linda. I obviously do less and less art because we're doing the podcast. So Rochelle has elected to not drop out, but you won't see her as much. It'll be Linda and I, and and I hope Linda by herself and not me. I don't need to be in every one of them. And we have Rachel, who will be really focused as a co-host on performing arts. And Rayette is our co-host from Las Vegas, who's pretty much going to focus on archaeology along with art. Wow. Some great co-hosts there. Yeah, and we've got some good stuff. We've got, you and I should, well, besides going to Elko, we'll go down to the Barrett Museum for a series of interviews in Las Vegas, probably in February or March, coinciding with the Land Art Exhibition. That sounds like fun. Yeah, who else do we got coming? Well, we have Allie Harvey. Oh, was that kind of fun? uh, It is. Remember, she's in Alaska. And she paints out of a tricked out, am I okay saying? A tricked out Airstream studio. (laughs) She had it made for her special, right? Yes. She's quite an artist. She's also a writer, isn't she? Yeah, she's a writer. Actually, she writes for, Mm -hmm. she's a newspaper writer. She she writes uh, editorials. Something in, uh, I think, Anchorage. Oh, okay. For a paper in Anchorage. Who else do we have on the list coming up soon on our podcast. Well, we do have Debbie Lambden, who I know is uh, special in your heart because you're the educational director and she is our artist in residence. We've got some other podcasts coming out with Debbie, so we don't have to talk too much about Debbie, but we're pretty excited about her whole week here. That's right. We are. That's another week in February. February is going to be a busy, busy month. And we recently got a lot of good information and history from Councilman George Galt, right? Oh, yeah. He was really good, wasn't he? Oh, I learned so much about Mesquite in the past and the plans for the future. And and he's focused on art. You know, art's always in his mind. And, of yes. course, with George, then we talk about the STEAM Center. Yes. Uh, we talked to Harlow Burkholtz. Yes. Harlow is one of the founding members. And that was a really fun episode, wasn't it? He's one of the founding members of the Virgin Valley Artists Association. And is he a character? He's a character, for sure. <laughs> he is. We've got the Villanuevas. Yes, Linda and Paul Villanueva from the Skeet Blues Band are going to come talk to us soon. We could kind of be stepping into the Dave Letterman area <laughs> that maybe they'll perform for us. We'll see. Maybe so. Then we did our first outside, and Linda couldn't be with me. She was probably hiking that day somewhere. I did an outside episode with Dave Ward and Teresa Skye okay. in Gold Butte at their campsite. We had birds chirping, and oh. wind blowing, and it was really kind of fun. And she's going to bring, she's introduced me at least to nature journaling, which hopefully we can bring a workshop or some type of educational opportunity. We're going to bring an educational event here with them, which will be really exciting with her. Steve, I recently had a wonderful interview with Linda Burks, who is our Artist of the Month for January, and we were actually 
in the gallery when we did the interview, looking at her jewelry and looking at all the art at the Christmas boutique. That was a lot of fun. And you had the best Christmas music playing behind you. I thought I thought that you had expertly edited that in. I was like, Linda, what great editing skills you have. But it was in the background. It was, yes. It was perfect. So that will be coming out very soon. And that'll take us into uh, into 2023. Okay. Yeah, we've got a lot of good like a lot of good folks. If you have any ideas, please let us know. Our email is artboxvv at gmail.com. And you can send us an email and say, Steve and Linda, stop doing this, stop doing that, or give us some ideas. Or you may even want to say, hey, I want to be on your podcast. We would love that. Everybody has a story to tell, don't they, Steve? Everybody has a great story. I'll, I'll talk for you and me. I think we leave these with new best friends. That's right. So everybody we've interviewed has become my friend. That's right. I agree. And I've learned so much from our guests and shared so much with our guests. Happy holidays from Steve. Happy holidays. Hope everybody has a wonderful, peaceful, relaxing time during this holiday season. Here's our Christmas present to you. Jan Hansen and Floyd talking art. Happy holidays. Bye. Welcome to the Art Box, and we have 10 minutes with watercolors and acrylic. We have Jan Hansen, who drove all the way in from Arizona for our little <laughs> podcast today, and Floyd drove in from Mesquite. All so, the way. All the way in from Mesquite. He wanted to be in Minneapolis, but he was in Mesquite. Oh. You guys are going to talk about whatever you want to talk about, because I'm in... I'm, I'm with royalty here of two great artists, so you uh, two you go ahead and talk. Flatter me. <laughs> well, we were lured into this uh, broadcast today of watercolors and acrylics, and I'll try to give a quick uh, background for myself is that I've never been able to do watercolors. And I admire those that can so much. So that, that's why Jan can very easily represent her side without me taking any pot shots. Because, uh, pot I, shots, do you hear? No, well, I always had good grades in, in art and in school because uh, I was brought up with a pencil in my hand and so I always drew until I got to the, my nice. junior year in high school where the subject for that quarter was going to be watercolors. Oh. And I hadn't done it before, and I had a terrible time. Mm -hmm. And I got a B minus in art that, that quarter. I think, and I got that only because the teacher felt sorry for me because I couldn't do it at all. <laughs> oh. So I just really admire those that can do it. And, and I think the, the result of that is that my, my feeling is that you can search for a medium to use, but you can also let the medium kind of find yourself as far as what you feel comfortable with and what the results are from it. So uh, I I got into other uh, methods of the drawing and painting 
And I just leave the watercolors to others and just admire those that can handle it so well. So Jan, it's all yours. <laughs> well, well, and I tried several different mediums in college. and I had very little education in art, except for what Char Lang taught me. This little gallery has been a blessing to the community. There isn't a gallery like this in Vegas or St. George or Cedar City that uh, encourages beginning talent and will let us exhibit. So it's and, been and, I, and I hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. That they're not all experts here. You're allowed to be a beginner. You are. So when, I, when I first came to the gallery here, uh, I had lived on the other side of town for almost two years on my first shift. I never made it over to the gallery. And then when I came back for my second shift, and I, I stepped in the door, and I was just absolutely knocked out. I think a little mesquite having this kind of, and I went walk right over to the desk and signed up to become a member. Oh, great. So it, it's just, it's such an opportunity for everyone to have a chance to exhibit, to be taught, to associate with other right. artists. It's just such an absolutely fantastic package deal. It's wonderful. Yes, I belong to uh, the gallery and the, the, well, the watercolor group in Cedar City. Uh, they have no gallery to exhibit in. They move around from the library to the, the city offices to, <laughs> and, and that's the way St. George started out. They were exhibiting in the stairwell of Zion Bank and the real estate office. Mm -hmm. Now I belong to the gallery there. We've, we have started a watercolor gallery in St. George on Main Street called Gallery 35. It's located 35 North Main Street. And, and that's exclusively, exclusively watercolor? Exclusively watercolor. One, one of the few in all of the western states. There might be three exclusive watercolor galleries in the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of the galleries are mixed media somewhat. So so that little St. George Gallery is quite a, quite a little gem. And uh, I'm proud to say I've been the program director there for eight years. We keep having guest artists come every month to our meetings. Char Lane has been one of the speakers. They, they give us a little demo for 45 minutes and get people interested in watercolors. And to have the opportunity to exhibit and by associating with other artists, you, you just can't help but get the enthusiasm, yeah. the, the shared interest and the backgrounds that we go through. They say, oh gosh, that happened to me too, or I wish that happened to me. Yeah. And when you can have that kind of inspiration built in amongst contemporaries, mm -hmm. it just means so much to me. You can just feel the urge to get home and start to want to paint right away. And if you haven't tried something before, the enthusiasm is there to, to want to uh, experiment, and, experiment. And, not, and not to be afraid of experimenting. I, I've been uh, interested in acrylics lately. And I've found that it goes so quickly, it dries so quickly, that you have to work fast. And that seems to bring out the creative spirit in me. <laughs> Watercolors you have to work at a little bit. You have to plan. But when so. you can get that, that free-flowing look and feel of watercolors, 
that's something that I, I was never able to pick up on. But we should say this about you too, Jan, is that not only that the expert watercolorist, but she had a, an entry of an oil painting oh. in the current exhibit. Oh, yeah. And which, in fact, that, that even won honorable mention, I think, didn't it? It, it won third place. Third place, okay. Yes, and this yes. was this was not her, her main media. No. So it just goes to show that you, to have a, a whole new operation, because oils certainly mm -hmm. don't operate like watercolors. No. And yet you, you did such a marvelous job on that piece. Oh, well, thank so. you. Thank you. I, I enjoyed it. I, I was thinking I might get back into oils a little bit more. But I, I wanted to learn watercolor because it's the most difficult, <laughs> if that makes any sense. But I love watercolor because I, I, I love uh, undefined edges. I love the subject to be in the center of the painting and then the outside edges to be a little bit elusive or ethereal or impressionistic. And I don't always accomplish that, but <clears throat> that's what I try for. On so many of like your desert paintings or your landscape paintings where you, you've had that exact result come out so successfully of, of showing like the rock formations of a, of a canyon or whatever, and then it just kind of magically fades out to the side. Yeah, and, uh, yeah lost edges. I love yeah. lost edges. Yeah, that's... Uh, that Even is... these trees, the top of these trees, is... The tree goes up, it's dark at the bottom, and the values lighten in the middle, and then up towards the top, it almost disappears into the sky. Sometimes in the summertime, it's almost blue. Mm -hmm. The leaves are blue, and you can't tell the sky from the leaves. And you so captured that so well in, in your works. Do you feel like that's easier to capture in watercolor than acrylic? Well, well, I I, I've I done a lot of so. trees, too, and you can capture that, too, but yes. the, the difference is, as Jan mentioned, for having that hard edge, and that's what I was brought up with, having a hard edge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a pencil in my hand, you know, that's just a, a point, and you yes. get a sharp image. Then I go into pen and ink, and that was a hard edge going into it. Mm -hmm. So when it got down to in acrylics, working with a hard edge was almost kind of nat a natural transition to that. But then when I've tried to do watercolors, I can't use that technique at all anymore. Oh. And, and so I just, again, I just leave that to others to do. I guess I've got more than enough to experiment with, yeah. <laughs> with my hard edge. And I love the hard edges. I'm trying to put in more, more hard edges. Oh, don't worry about it, Floyd. It's a, it's a podcast. Okay. I give up on all the noises. We, we can scratch out. Yeah, right? I can get it out. But sometimes I leave things in. I, I did an outdoor one um, a mm. couple of weeks ago. It's our only outdoor one we ever did. Oh. I did it in Gold Butte with a couple of friends of mine. Um, she's a nature journalist, so really interesting. But we the outside. And there was ravens flying around. Oh. And they were they were caulking and everything. Squawking. And I was like, oh, oh I love oh, this. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so are we off? No, we're going still. Oh, okay. That was that was just my landlord. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, what else do we want to talk about? Watercolor. Well, again, uh, I just I have such admiration for the watercolors because the looseness and the freedom of you have to literally put yourself into the painting to to let things flow naturally, and I'm. I'm so accustomed for having 
the images to be very well defined. Even if I, I'm doing something semi-impressionistic, I find it, I want to have it impressionistic with hard edge blending into another hard edge. Oh, I so, like so, that mixture, I do. Yeah, so uh, it, it can be done, but in such a totally different way. And I, I'm intrigued with your paintings that run off the page. I mean, oh. you have such detail and refined painting on the face, and then it turns into just running off of the page. No, because that's, that's natural for me. I'm being a sloppy yeah. painter. Oh. I can, don't have to worry about it dripping up. I'll just leave it there. What the, what the heck? Oh, I, like I know that. what you mean with his paintings, yes. I'll, 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 say, I, I'll say that it was intentional. <laughs> Pretend. Jen, how many artists are in the, uh, the St. George? The St. George Dixie Watercolor Society, 140. 140. That is amazing. Today. Yes, it is amazing. Yeah, it is we started amazing. out with one page of members. That was about 24, seven years ago. I really appreciate you guys. Well, it was a pleasure being here. I hope we, it was. I think we got off subject, but it was still art, right? Yes, it's and true. I didn't think I knew anything. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to watercolors, you know oh. uh, so much. Oh, fun. Yes, All right, you guys, fun. thank you. Thank You're you, welcome. Steve. Broadcasting from Mesquite, Nevada, in the scenic Mojave Desert, the Art Box sponsors thank you for listening. To find our next and past podcasts, find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com, where all accompanying images and links are available on the Art Box page. Questions, comments, opinions, and concerns can be sent to artboxvv at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of its hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Special art box thanks to Vince Vance and the Valiants for use of what I believe is my favorite Christmas song, All I Want for Christmas is You. Take back the tinsel, stockings and bows.